0: Hello, and welcome back to the show. I have a very special guest today. I'm very excited. I have today Heidi Toy. Heidi Toy is a certified functional nutritional therapist, certified functional medicine practitioner and owner of Heidi Toy Functional Medicine. After her own health crisis, she left her career as a senior product manager to gain her certification through the Nutritional Therapy Association in 2013 and then went on to be mentored and trained by Dr. Dan Kalish at the Kalish Institute for Functional Medicine and Dr. Karazian at the Karazian Institute. She's helped over 1,600 people heal from their health concerns and concerns and find more energy by bringing the body systems into balance. In this episode, Heidi will talk about what functional medicine is. She will tell us a little bit about her story. Please come back next week for part two when she tells us some incredible stories about how her patients have been healed. Also, I wanted to remind you, if you are looking for a group of women to pray with, to network with, you can join my Facebook group, www.facebook.com slash group slash Her Holistic Healing, I would love to meet you, let's get into the show. Welcome to Her Holistic Healing. Do you want more energy and less anxiety so that you can do all the things? Are you searching for meal ideas, essential oils and other holistic treatments? Do you wish you could know which direction to take with your health so that you could finally feel better? Hey. I'm Alexandra. I love Jesus. I'm a wife, mom of three and registered nurse with years of experience in clinical research. I also wanted more energy so that I could have more fun and keep up with my growing child. I too was confused about all the different diet and treatment options. I too wanted to wake up every day and feel good, but I felt anxious because I couldn't solve the mystery of my health until God showed me that he is the source of true healing. In this podcast, you will learn holistic treatments and Bible truths that will lead you to the peace, joy, and freedom that you have been hoping for. So what do you say we take a break from the mind-numbing, humdrum, busyness? Let's rest and let God be our healer and helper. Welcome to the show, Heidi. Hi, thank you. Thanks for having me. Sure. I I just want to say that I have been excited about this interview. I've listened to a couple podcasts that you've been on. And I've also seen a functional medicine practitioner in the past. And I feel like she was super helpful. And ever since I found out about functional medicine, I've been telling people, why don't you go see a functional medicine practitioner? Mm -hmm. And some people don't even know what it is. And so I wanted to ask you if you could explain to our listeners, what is functional medicine?
1: Well, I'll first start out with, um, when I first told my family that I was going to go into functional medicine and I was going to start my practice, they thought I was opening up a weight loss center. <laughs> so um, <laughs> functional medicine can be that. And I would say that almost every person who comes to see you probably, or, or a functional medicine practitioner, they're they have whatever they have going on. But oftentimes, women especially will say, well, and I want to lose weight, but that and and that would be a symptom of something else. But that isn't what functional medicine is. So what functional medicine is, is that we look at the person as a whole person, and we strive to find out why their body systems became imbalanced. And I'm going to explain what the body systems are in a one second here, but why their body systems are balanced and namely um, what the root cause is. So let's just say people come in, they're fatigued. Well, then we ask why, well, let's just say that somebody tells you, you have adrenal fatigue, which I would actually say is hypothalamus pituitary axis dysregulation, which the brain, the hypothalamus tells the adrenals and the body, all the endocrine system, how to react, and if it's dysregulated because there's too many things going on that imbalance it, then we can become fatigued, but let's just say somebody comes and has fatigue, and let's say we will call it adrenal fatigue for this scenario, and we find out, yep, you have adrenal fatigue, but if we don't find out why your adrenals became fatigued, then we can give you a bunch of pills just like Western medicine, but they'll be herbals and things like that. But we really have to find there deeper the root cause, which adrenal fatigue then generally would come either from emotional stress, dietary stress, or pain and hidden inflammation. And oftentimes that hidden part is the part that we don't talk about, which is what's going on in the gut. And it could be, and I don't want to lead anybody to believe that everything is because of the gut, although many diseases are, but um there are that's a root cause for many things so this person might be hosting something called gut dysbiosis too much bad gut bacteria not enough good or they might not be adequately breaking down and digesting their food they might be on the most perfect unadulterated diet from farmer bob that brings it to them in a bubble but they're not they're not breaking it down so now that's inflammatory to the system and the adrenals put out cortisol in an inflammatory situation. And so now we're taxing the adrenals. And that's part of their fatigue. So we want to support the adrenals and give the person herbs and supplements to support them. But we also want to seek out what the root causes for why those adrenals became fatigued. And that is emotional stress, dietary stress, pain, or hidden inflammation, and therein lies the work. So we look at the whole body systems and those three body systems where I like to work in threes cause it's easier, um, I think for people to grasp and talk about and understand, but the three body systems would be gastrointestinal health, detox, and neuroendocrine. And neuroendocrine would be the brain And the endocrine system is the chemical messenger that the brain sends out to the different organs that make their own hormone, which is the endocrine chemical messenger. And those hormones are what are telling the body to operate. Everything in your body is elicited by a hormone response. So if you eat sugar, your brain gets a message that you've eaten this sugar or you've eaten carbohydrates and your brain tells your pancreas to put out insulin via a chemical messenger. So we look at those three body systems and we find out what is imbalanced and mainly why it's imbalanced. So I know that was a long answer, but functional medicine is um, it's, I don't want to say it's complicated. It's just a different way of looking at things. Yes, we use pills, but we also use lifestyle. It's lifestyle medicine as well.
0: So, why did you become a functional medicine practitioner? Would you like to share some of your health journey with our listeners? Sure, I would love to. <laughs> so, uh,
1: there's always a why for that too, right? So, we we never really do anything in our life. I'm sure that the reason why you started this podcast was because of your own health journey. So, um, and you wanted to inform people. So, I was about. Uh, 36 years old i had already diagnosed myself with hashimotos because i at one time had done diagnostic ultrasound but at this point in time i was leading development of diagnostic ultrasound premium equipment for the global market and i was quite sick maybe i was 34 35 i was starting to get sick and and tired and then at 36 it hit me like a ton of bricks and i was losing my hair I was gaining weight despite exercise and what I thought was the most proper diet of high, high grains, high, um, following the standard American diet and the food pyramid and eating largely from the grain section and whole grains, um, barely ever eating any kind of animal product or meat, drinking tons of soy milk. In fact, my favorite meal was to come home and eat life cereal, with soy milk, and then a piece of whole grain toast with a little tiny bit of peanut butter on it. And I still sometimes wished I could have all that meal. But nonetheless, and I would count my fiber, I was really into counting uh, my fiber grams. But nonetheless, I was very sick. And I was um, losing my hair. And I was shopping for wigs. I my day was consisted of, I was at this point in time, running my own schedule. And I was also in sales. So um, in living in New York City, and I would get up in the morning, I would go see clients, I would get done, I would come home, I would take an eat lunch, take a nap, and then get back up and go out and see more clients come home, eat dinner, and go back to sleep. And I was a young woman, and it was not a way to be living my life. And I was at the end of my rope. Now, mind you, this is in back in 2006, approximately. So people really didn't know what functional medicine was in 2006. And somebody told me to go see this functional medicine practitioner, and I did. And um, I almost fell over when she told me what she was going to charge me, and that insurance <laughs> wasn't going to pay for it. And I was kind of in disbelief. And then I. Thought, okay, well, what do I got to lose? And so I laid down the money, then I wanted the money back, I guess, because I was kind of scared there was that. And she was said it's too late, but nonetheless, so she helped me heal. And then after some time with her healing, and I did gain my health back. And I had a parasite, I have autoimmunes, I have several of them, if you have one autoimmune, which I already said, I have Hashimoto's, most likely you have three to five, they might be in a silent phase. I can explain that if you need me to. Um, so, well, I'll, I'll just say it. There's three phases of an autoimmune disease. There's the silent phase where we have the antibodies towards our healthy tissue, but we are asymptomatic because there it hasn't done enough damage. And you may live in that phase for all of your life and never even know you have the antibodies. Then there's the reactive phase where you start having the symptoms that that autoimmune would cause, but you don't have it full blown enough for you to be diagnosed, and then you have the full blown autoimmune. And so for example, multiple sclerosis, MS, you have to have 70% damage to your myelin sheath before Western medicine will diagnose you. But women and men live with problems for 20 years and maybe are never diagnosed. I happen to have the antibodies towards my myelin sheath and have had them for 16, 17 years. But because of functional medicine and then the lifestyle that I chose to embrace through functional medicine, I have remained asymptomatic, knock on wood, and put that autoimmune along with my Hashimoto's and several other autoimmunes that I have into remission. So, meaning the antibodies went away. And then The damage to my thyroid did not go away. I had to keep taking thyroid hormone. But if you're taking a thyroid hormone and you have Hashimoto's, that isn't healing the Hashimoto's. It's only addressing the damage that the Hashimoto's, the autoimmune has done to your thyroid. And so you have to get that stopped. And that is functional medicine. That's lifestyle. Western medicine has zero for you on that. So... I had my own health crisis, I went to see a functional medicine practitioner, she helped me heal. And then somewhere in the midst of this, because I would write her these long, long emails, that would be like eight pages long, probably. And she would say, "Can <laughs> you think it'd be okay if you just let me be the doctor, but I was so ingrained in and this was back in dial up days, of course, you know, there wasn't the high speed internet so I would like research for hours on a Sunday and then I'd write her these long emails. So she'd ask me if I'd ever considered being what she was and I had. And so I went back to school a different route than she had, but I am. And so that's how I became a functional medicine
0: practitioner. So what did your treatment look like? What did she did she change your diet? She did she did she do a ton of testing or what did she do?
1: She did um I had already come to her and I was already following a Paleolithic diet, interestingly enough, because I had gone to an ancestral health symposium and listened to Lauren Cordain, which was the 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 professor that actually Rob Wolf, kind of the daddy of Paleo, but Paleolithic is a era, but Lauren Cordain um, was speaking at that. And so I had purchased his book and actually someone had purchased it for me and gave it to me, but I had gone to his seminar and I was already embracing the paleo diet. So I was kind of a leap ahead, but she, um, charged me the money, ran a bunch of tests. And my biggest thing was I I was gaining weight and I didn't want to be as heavy as what I was, especially I was living in New York city and all these fashionistas are around you and, and, um, you know, skinny as a rail women. And I was just gaining weight no matter what I did. And I was walking like six, seven miles a day as well, because of my job required me to go see all these different people. But, um, she ran a bunch of tests and came back and said, losing weight is the least of your worries. And it's actually a symptom of what you have going on. And it turned out that I had adrenal fatigue, which again um, is kind of an old term and I know people still use it, but adrenal fatigue, she had said I had, and then also I had parasites. That was the hidden inflammation. I had H. pylori. I had leaky gut. I, um, Couldn't adequately recycle my glutathione, which is the master antioxidant, so I wasn't properly detoxing, and I was living in New York City, breathing all this toxin in. Kind of where we started was to start to heal my adrenals and fix my gut. And then my diet, of course, and lifestyle. And she worked with me on lifestyle. But I think that at that point in time, not that I'm saying she didn't know, but a functional medicine for her was in its infancy as well. So she had gone to classes and learned. She was a naturopathic doctor by training and her education, but naturopathic doctors are not functional medicine doctors. And a lot of people think they are, but they have to actually learn functional medicine as well. Just the same as DOs or MDs or chiropractors. And I came through my education via, which was by her suggestion through nutrition, because nutrition is a huge part of like, and you asked me, did you change your diet? Nutrition is a huge part of functional medicine. Now, paleolithic dieting could be, Like if you went and saw Chris Kresser as a functional medicine practitioner, and he is an acupuncturist. He will be a huge proponent of everybody going on the ancestral type diet, which would be paleolithic dieting. And I'm a proponent of it too, but it's not always for everybody. So it's not to say that there is, everybody is a bio individual. And so there is no one cookie cutter diet that says this is the diet that will heal and fix you because- some people do very well on a vegan diet, and some people do very well on a complete carnivore diet, you need to and some people do well on a carnivore diet for a time, and then they need to go back to maybe like um, Mark Hyman, Dr. Mark Hyman would talk about a pegan diet, but nonetheless, which would be paleo vegan, lots of vegetables and meat. So it just depends. And then of course, right now, you can't swing a baseball bat without somebody wanting to know about keto, 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 and I did keto. I was ketogenic and ketogenic diet doing ketogenic diet or ketogenesis 10 years ago for two straight years before anybody knew what keto was or nobody was talking keto. Sometimes I think I should have written a book, but, um, back at that time, but nonetheless, or started a class or done something, but nonetheless, the question that you had was that, you know, did I change my diet? Yes. I changed my diet and we changed, we healed my gut and we healed my adrenal glands, and then also lifestyle was integrated in, but it's been more integrated in as I've matured in my walk because I'm always learning and I'm a never-ending student and I'm on my same own healing journey, even though I'm helping people heal.
0: So why would someone want to visit a functional medicine practitioner? I mean, do you recommend it to just about anyone or what do you think? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yes, I recommend that every person, even if that person, it doesn't mean that a functional medicine re- doctor has to, or I'm not a doctor, so I'm not a functional medicine doctor. I'm a functional medicine practitioner, but it doesn't mean that functional medicine replaces Western medicine. It can come alongside, and hopefully, you're working with a practitioner who will be versed in being able to speak with your Western medicine doctor and your Western medicine doctor will be open to speaking with your functional medicine practitioner. If I broke my leg, I would be in the ER. But on the reciprocal, if I got cancer, I don't know that I would get chemo. I might work with functional medicine to put that into remission. Okay. I don't have cancer. So it's easy for me to sit here right now and say that. So functional medicine, do I think everybody should see a functional medicine practitioner? Yes, at least once and not when they're until they're in a health crisis. There's many people who come and that's when they finally do come and functional medicine. If you wait until you're in a health crisis will be timely. It will be big, broad brushstroke changes that you'll most likely have to make. And it will be costly because that's just, you know, once you're in a health crisis, it's a lot of testing and it's a lot of um, all of a sudden, it doesn't need to be a lot of supplements. I'm not really, I use supplements in practice, but a lot of people think if I'm not, and they come to me literally with grocery sack bags, like if I'm not taking all these supplements, I'm not healing. And they'll show me all these supplements and it's like, okay. And I can simply look at their lifestyle and go, but you're not going to bed and following a circadian rhythm that follows the sun, we don't need all these supplements. We just need to start sleeping or we need to change our blood sugar regulation by what we eat and when we eat and how we eat based on what their bio individual need. And so do I think everybody should see a functional medicine practitioner? Yes, I do. Why do I think that? Because I think that they could work or at least somebody that can help them with lifestyle. Um, maybe it's not even seeing one. Um, I'm going to throw this in here, but I have a class that helps people that they might, it's a very cost effective that they might not need to see me one-on-one, but they can learn the whole lifestyle. And it's like functional medicine at a very cost effective way of doing it because they're not seeing me one-on-one, but they see me in a group. Yes, I do think everybody should see one. Do I think everybody needs to continuously see one? Depends on your health, depends on what's going on. And again, that's a bio-individual need.
0: Do most of your patients, do they come to you because they're fatigued or do you see a variety of different patients? I see
1: a variety, specialized. I have my class, which is called Energy Rx. And that's because the number one thing that any doctor will tell you, whether it's a functional medicine person or a regular doctor or a chiropractor, maybe even a dentist is the number one people thing people have in addition to whatever they go to see the doctor for is i'm tired and i'm so tired and so i built my course to address and called energy rx the fatigued but i could change the name of that to put your autoimmune in remission heal your adrenal glands decrease your anxiety Heal your digestive tract because that is functional medicine. And the same thing that you would do to heal anxiety is the same thing that you're going to do to heal your your fatigue. So my main thing that people they come to me with all kinds of things, but I get a lot of SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth clients. I also get a lot of people with autoimmunes because I specialize in helping put people with autoimmune, put putting their autoimmune into remission. And I help people do that. So, and I've been helping people do that successfully for years. And that's what was happened with me and my work. I helped, I didn't only help myself, somebody helped me, but that was my functional medicine practitioner helped me put my autoimmune into remission. And of course, I have a love because for that, because you always kind of gravitate towards what you had and what you did, and then you want to help others. Um I live in a small town so I see local and global people and I want to say that too like oftentimes people will say well I would love to see you but I don't live near you well all functional medicine practitioners pretty much are running the same tests and they're not local labs they're you're taking whatever say you're testing your stool you're taking your stool test kit home you're collecting your sample you're putting it in a FedEx container And shipping it to wherever that lab is. And that's whether the lab is even in the same town, that's how the lab receives and collects. And that's every functional medicine practitioner is using all the same labs. So you don't have to see a functional medicine practitioner in person um, necessarily. If you like somebody that you find, whether it's me or somebody else online, and you think, oh, I really like that person, I'd like to meet with them.
0: A patient comes to you and Say she has MS and she asks you, okay, what is your, what are you going to, what are you going to make me do? What are you going to test me on? Et cetera. What would you tell her?
1: I have a method and every functional medicine practitioner has their own method. If somebody came to me with MS, I would want to, we would want to look and find out, or I would, where her body systems were imbalanced, And so that's going to be the same workup, whether the person has MS or asthma. I'm going to want to figure out why the body systems are imbalanced. And so that starts out with a lot of questions and a very comprehensive review of their background, their where they live, what their home is like, what, what how they grew up. Did they grow up? Um, I, I need to know if they're living around a lot of EMF, the electromagnetic fields. I need to know maybe they're living on a farm for example and there's a lot of pesticide that's being sprayed or they're living in a home and that like the acre over or the block over is acres and acres of farmland and they're living next to that and that farmland is constantly being sprayed by roundup so all of those questions so need to be asked so it isn't just a cookie cutter here, you have MS, and this is what I do for MS. And then it's cookie cutter, this is what I do for someone with Crohn's. And then it's cookie cutter, this is what I do with somebody for fatigue. I go into it almost like it's a blank slate, ask them a ton of questions. And they fill out written paperwork, they fill out a six day food and feeling log on what they're eating why they're eating it, how they feel, digestive-wise, fatigue, what they're eating, drinking. I look at all that data. And then I also ask them 321 multiple-choice questions, and I look at all that data. <laughs> it takes the person, I, I would say anywhere round two, and this is prior to ever coming to meet me. It's not done in the office while they're sitting, waiting for the appointment. So I have people fill this out on an online portal. And once I see their everything's filled out, then I call them to schedule their first appointment with me. So, and then let's just say the person gets put on my schedule next week, Tuesday, then on Monday, prior to meeting with them, I sit down and look at all of the information that they've provided and, and come to a conclusion of where we're going to start as far as what's going to be implemented with diet, lifestyle changes, and then also what testing we're going to need or need to have. But when they come to see me, we might not have any tests to begin, but they're going to go home with something to start implementing into their life. That might be changing their sleep. That might be changing their diet. That might be helping them digest. That might be having them get some blue blocker glasses. That might be having them switch out to whole food, nutrient dense diet versus they might be cooking at home, but it might be a lot of non-organic things. It might be, and it doesn't necessarily mean. and we also have to take into consideration people's, what they're doing for their job, their home life, who's going to be supportive, who's not going to be supportive, how many kids they have to take care of or not or or people in their family they have to take care of their econ- their economy can they afford this if they can't afford all organic then i need to work with them to find out what we need to switch over maybe it's the dirty dozen that needs to be switched over or always purchasing the clean 15 maybe it's helping them eat in season it's all kinds of different things that go into it so i know the question was What do you do for somebody with MS? You look at their lifestyle and their body systems and their body systems are, again, the gastrointestinal health, the detox and the neuroendocrine. And based on all of those questionnaires that I have, I can start triaging and pinpointing what body system is imbalanced so that we're not sending this person out to get $10,000 worth of testing. That they don't necessarily need or we're not going to address right away because there's no point in addressing or or testing for something that we're not ready to address it's like peeling an onion but of course how will we know that it depends on what data shakes out and being looked at a bio individual and i don't use protocols a lot of practitioners i go to a lot of different meetings and i'll be like what's the protocol what's the protocol and it's like there is There is no one protocol. And I personally wouldn't want a practitioner that was following a protocol because what's working for you is not going to work for me. I want a practitioner who can actually ferret this out. And it's an art and a science, but they have to ferret out what's best for this person based on many factors. So with any person who comes to see me, MS, Crohn's, Hashimoto's fatigue, weight loss, I want to look at what the body systems are what where they're imbalanced, prioritize that imbalance, and then develop a healing strategy in phases based on their need as a bio individual.
0: I love that. That's just super thorough. And I feel like God is so detailed and he made all of us different. So it would make sense that something different is going on with each of us, right? So I love that you, I mean, you can't, I always say that you can't treat humans like robots. You can't just stick on this algorithm or protocol and say, this will work for you because you have this diagnosis. A diagnosis is a man-made category of what we're seeing, right? But Mm -hmm. if you don't look underneath all that, if you don't do certain testing or you don't, you don't try to discover, like you were saying, are they sleeping enough? You know, what, what is their mental health like? You have to look at all of those things. I'm so glad that you took the time to listen today. If you like what you heard, will you leave me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that this show can reach more people? And if you want to connect with me, go to herholistichealing.com. Before you go, I want to leave you with one of my favorite passages from Matthew 29,